and grace to you, peace from God our Father and our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. Decided to preach from the lectern rather than the pulpit because earlier as I was setting up I realised, well, the confirmees are sitting right in front of me here. And so this message is for you, Stevie Lee, Lauren, William and Len, but also for everyone gathered here today. The message today is based on that second Bible reading from 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 in particular, where John writes, See how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children, and that is what we are. That is a very appropriate Bible verse for a confirmation service. And it's really, really good news. We are all children of of God. Not just the guys sitting up the front and today is a day in which you are publicly declaring your faith and saying that yes, God is my Heavenly Father. But everyone who is here also, we say the same. We say yes, God is indeed our Heavenly Father. We are His children and we know that we are loved because he has made us his children. And of course, from confirmation lessons, you know this, because when we're looking at the small catechism and we looked at the Lord's Prayer, and the Lord's Prayer starts with the petition, Our Father, I'm sure if I asked you now to tell me what Martin Luther's explanation of that part of the catechism would say, you would know it. I'm not going to put you on the spot, but Martin Luther, when he was, has his writings about the Lord's Prayer in the small catechism, he says, with this prayer, with this petition, with this opening part, our Father who art in heaven, we are encouraged to truly believe that God is our Heavenly Father and we are his children. And he bases that on this very Bible verse plus the many in Scripture where God tells us he is indeed our Heavenly Father. And that this is good. Why is it good? Well, this verse reminds us right from the start. It says, See how very much our Father loves us. For he calls us his children and that is what we are. So there's two main things that I want to focus on this morning. One is that with the point number one there, God deals with us in love. We are his children because of grace. We are his children because of love. God's love. He deals with us in love as a loving parent. And that very important point, we are his children and what that means. And so as you remember this Bible verse, hopefully, from today, Stevie Lee and Lauren and William and Len, remember that God deals with us in love. That means God doesn't deal with you in anger. God is not angry with us. God didn't force us to become his children. God doesn't look at us at his children and say, well, you're out if you do the wrong thing. And he never disowns. Because 
Our Father loves us so very much. God deals with us in love, not in anger. And he doesn't deal with us in fairness. That sounds rather interesting. God is very, very fair. But God is more than fair. God is gracious. God is loving. As his children, he doesn't say to us, well, you won't be my children anymore if you keep on doing the wrong thing. And I'm only going to bless you if you do the right thing. That would be fair. Be fair to say, well, you get what you deserve. But our Heavenly Father loves us so much that he gives us so much more than we ever deserve or could earn. So God doesn't deal with us in fairness, he deals with us in love. And the other important thing about remembering this Bible verse is that God doesn't deal with you with a contract. He doesn't say, you will get my blessing if you turn up to church five times in a row. And if you miss one of those, well, that's not that's part of the deal and you miss out. No, God's love is always there, always waiting. God doesn't deal with you in anger, in fairness, or with a contract. He deals with you in love. See how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children. God deals with us in love. I'm sure you are familiar with that picture that's there on the screen, the two hands that make the love heart. That's uh, been very popular in recent years. Uh, and it's almost become accepted as a uh, as sign language for uh, the word love. And it's a reminder that we can use to remind ourselves that, yes, God deals with us in love. But I actually think there's a better one than uh, our own hands in the shape of a love heart. How is it that God can call us his children? How is it that we can call God our Heavenly Father? How do we know that God deals with us in love, we see some different hands for that. God's loving hands reaching out through Jesus Christ who allowed his hands and feet to be nailed to the cross for our sake. God deals with us in love, not in anger or in fairness or with a contract. Out of love, God sends his son Jesus to be our saviour. And you can say today that you are God's child, that he is your heavenly father because of his son Jesus Christ who died for us and rose again. So as a child of God, and not just Tom for me sitting here at the front, but Everyone here, as a child of God, what does that mean? What do children do? It's fantastic that God makes us his children. It's a fantastic picture of life as children of God that we have a heavenly father pictured in the, in the scriptures because it's very easy for us to understand and know what it means from this day on as we continue to be children of God when we think about what do children do. The most obvious one, of course, is 
children cry? Little children, babies, older children, even the eldest of children. Maybe as we get older we don't shed tears as much, but there are still many things that sadden us. There are still many things that hurt us. And as a child of God, as a loved child of God, we do know that we will still have times of trial. We will still have hardships. There will still be things in this life that will make you want to cry. Sometimes that will be because of mistakes that you make. Sometimes that will be because of mistakes that someone else makes and we get caught up in it. Sometimes it will be because of persecution. And I don't mean in the sense that people actively going out of, our, out of their way to harm us because they know we are Christians. That doesn't happen much here in Australia. But maybe those times when you are left out or excluded or made to feel like you are an intolerant person because of your faith, because of your beliefs, and it may make you want to cry. But just as parents earthly parents hear the cries of their children and do what they can to help we know that God hears our cries as his children he is the loving heavenly father who is always listening he is our cries and one day will wipe away all tears from our eyes so I know that today as you are publicly declaring your faith and saying, yes, I am a child of God, I know that you know that it's not always going to be easy as a child of God and that you will face some trials and some struggles and some tests of your faithfulness to God. And there may be days in which you wish to cry. God will hear. God will comfort. God will answer your pleas for help. What else do children do besides cry? Of course, they laugh as well and do lots of other great things. I just want to focus on a few. Children also grow. Children don't remain children in the sense that you will not stay as tall as you are. For example, you, you will get a little bit taller as you get older. You will change. You will continue to mature. And as children of God, we also grow. We mature. We want to grow and mature in our faith. God, our Heavenly Father, wants us to grow, to grow up in our faith. And today, as you are confirmed, you're also saying, not only am I a child of God, but I am going to be a child of God who grows. Who grows firm in my faith strong in my faith and just as you grow physically and stronger and healthy by eating the right foods and by looking after yourself as God's children we grow healthy spiritually if we have the right spiritual food if we feed our faith 
and as we discussed with our confirmation lessons, our best spiritual food is, of course, God's holy word and God's special meal, which you will be able to share with us this day. Through these means, through these ways, our faith grows, our confidence in God grows, our ability to withstand temptation and the trials that will come our way grow also. And that word that we hear from God, just as sometimes parents must speak a firm word to their children so that they grow in the right path, sometimes that word from God is a challenge and must be firm. And point to us and say, this is not the right way. For God's word is also kind, loving and gracious because it brings forgiveness through Jesus Christ. And our faith continues to grow. And one more. Children cry, children grow. What's another thing that children do? Children remain children, even as they grow. You will never stop being the child of your parents. Even when comes the day that you move away, for example, they will still be your parents and you will still be their child. And everyone that is here gathered today, we are still children. And as we grow... And as we go through the trials and the struggles of this life, this life of faith, we remain children of our Heavenly Father. And He continues to remain our Heavenly Father. He will always be there. He will never abandon. He will never leave. Regardless of what hardships we face, we will continue to be his children and we can continue to grow strong and firm in love and in this faith. John writes in his first epistle, See how very much our Father loves us, for he has made us his children, and that is what we are. Today, as you make your public confession of faith, we join with you to say, yes, we too are children of our Heavenly Father and we will remain faithful to him. Amen.